Shalom Abrachor Reptiv Amas Daf Kof. Today's Daf discusses cases where we are Makdim Isha Ish, ladies first. Back to our case of the Suffolk Koyan who got mixed up with his slave. What does he do for his carbon mincha? And then we have a new Mishnah which talks about a case where someone does not know who his father is because his mother got remarried too early. And some fascinating halachas about his yichus. What happened to the first husband? We begin. The Gemara tells us that a woman and a slave do not pick up the chuma from the granary. Wherever they do pick up, the woman does get first. And we pot to her immediately. What does that mean? It means that wherever we're giving up Miser Oni, the woman gets first. Why? Because of the dignity of the woman. She shouldn't be waiting for too long. Rava says that uh, I used to be noyig that when someone came to me for din, I would... If I had a, a man and a woman come to, to comfort din, I would do the man's din first because he is chayv and more mitzvahs. So he comes first. But when I heard this halacha about the dignity of a woman, the covet of Anisha, now I do the woman's din first because we avoid any zilz. Now he said when this koyin and the son of their slave who got mixed up when they grow up, they can free each other. The Gemara says they can free each other? What do you mean they can free each other? At this point, neither of them can marry a shifcha or a ben chayrin. So Rava says, you're right. We force them to free each other so that they can get married. We don't know which one is a slave, so they both free each other. And the Mishnah said that they both get the chumras of both a kahuna and an avdos. What does that look like? How does that present itself? Rav Papa says, when it comes to their kabin mincha, they do kmitza like Yisrael, like a mincha of Yisrael, and then they can't eat it like a mincha of a, of a koyin. So what do they do? The, the kmitza itself gets its own hakrava, and whatever is left, they're makrav by itself. They burn it. I, the Pesach says, kol shemimeno le'ishim, and it says, bevel saktiru. You can't just be makrav something. On the mizbeach. Yehuda of Derby Shimon ben Paz, he says, they, w- they didn't burn it as a carbon, they burnt it like it was wood, like Rebbe Lazar tells us in Abraisa. Now, when the Pasuk says, the you can't bring the carbon as, you can't bring this suffix as a carbon, but you can burn it le'etzim. So that works according to Rebbe Lazar. What do you, what do, you do according to the Rabbanon? They would do like Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, told in Abraisa, that the koimets, the kmitza of the mincha, is brought as a carbon. And the leftover, they would throw into the base Hadeshen, the ashes. And even the Rabbanon wouldn't disagree with their Belazar here. They're only disagreeing by a, a, the mincha of a choite shel koyhanim, because that is to be brought as a karban. I'm sure the Rabbanon would be moide with the suffix case. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us. If there's a woman that did not wait three months after her first husband to marry to a second husband, and then she gave birth, and we don't know if this child is a nine-month-old child of the first husband, or a seven-month child of the second husband. And then she has other brothers, other boys, from the first and second husband. These two brothers are going to do chalitza, but not yibum, because we don't know if they're actually their brothers. And so to the other children that this woman have, they will do chalitza, but not yibum, to their potential brothers. They don't know who their father is. If they have brothers from the first husband, and brothers from the second husband, but not from this mother, then he'll do chalitza and yibum. And by then they'll do chalitza and then yibum. For one of the fathers was Yisrael, and the other one is a koyin. 
They have to marry a woman who can marry a Koyin, not a Grusha Chalutza. They can't be Matam al If they did, they don't get Malkas because it's Suffolk. They're not allowed to eat Shuma, but if they did, they don't have to pay Karen Mechaymesh because maybe he's not the Koyin. They don't take Shuma uh, Meiser from the granary. They can sell their Shuma and keep the, the money. They don't take part in the Kotche Kotchim, but they don't have to give from their Chalak to Kotchim because they might be a Koyin. So we don't we don't take the matnas kuna from them. They're part of from zurech lechayai ve'akeva. If they give, if either of these brothers give birth, uh, they have a bechor, a bechor baby. They uh, a bechor to their flock. They let it graze until it has a mum, and then they can use it because maybe they're the kayin. But both of these brothers have the chumras of a kuhuna and Yisra- and being a Yisrael. If they're both Kahanim, both of these fathers, then he'll be an oinin on them, but they and they will be an oinin on him. He can't be metama to them, and they can't be metama to him, to either family. He can't be Yerish them, but the fathers can be Yerish together him, because together, between the two of them, they are his father, and they can split it. The child is potter from hitting or cursing either one. It's a suffolk. He can join the mishmar of either one, he does. He's part of both of their mishmaris, but he doesn't get a chilek as part of the mishmar unless both of the fathers were in the same mishmar, in which case he can take one chilek. And the Gemara points out that obviously chalitza, like we said before, must come before yibam because if you do yibam first, the other brother might be not the brother of this yivama, and then she is marrying some random guy in the shuk. And now Shmuel tells us that even if there were ten fathers... They were all kehanim. The Baal of Vlad, when it comes to yichus, is a shtuki. What does it mean he's a shtuki? That he's quiet, he doesn't have yichus. If you're going to say that he's a shtuki and that he doesn't get the nechassim of his father, obviously, because what every father can say, you're not mine. You have to prove that I'm your father. Or maybe we're mis- he's shosuk, he's silenced from kahuna. Why? The Pasuk says, In order for someone to be a koyen, it must be that he has 100% yichus to his father, the Kayin. Ah, effective Papa, when it comes to Avram Avinu, the Pasuk says, What was the Torah, what was the Rabbani Shalom telling Avram Avinu? He explains that Hashem was telling Avram Avinu not to marry a Goy or a Shivcha because his yichus wouldn't follow them. Make sure that your children, Avram Avinu, are vaday from Sarah. It's a big shayla how he married Hagar. The Marshal says that he married Hagar before he had a bris milah. And even though he kept the call to Rakula, that was only after he had bris milah. Maybe this Tzivoy was, was, I mean, he was already 99. It was years after he married Hagar. The Al-Kotagir Shoyuni brings down that in the Hanami, it was in the right to marry Hagar, but... Sarah was a greater Nevi'ah than he was, and she made a royal Shah to marry Hagar. So now the Gemara asks Hashayel, we said that the first brother who was mixed up is Roy to be a Koyin Gadol. How can he be a Koyin Gadol? You have to have Yichus. And he doesn't have that. His father can't prove that his child is his. So how could one of the fathers be a Koyin Gadol? The Gemara answer is that the Chiv of having his children be Yichus after him is only their Abonon. There's a pasuk that they have as an asmachta. Their gezerah was only made for znus, but 
these Gehanim were married. Over here, the Rabbanim did not make their Gezerah, and their children do not need to be miyuchas after them for them to be Kohen Gadol. The Gemara asks, wait, the Rabbanim made the Gezerah on a husband, on a Kohen Adidznos. The Mishnah says, if a woman doesn't wait three months before her first husband, after her first husband, before marrying the second husband, and then she has a kid. What, is, what does it mean? The Gemara says, what does it mean after her first husband? What happened to her first husband? If you're going to tell me that the first husband died, the Sefer is talking about where they're an oinin on him. The father, first father sounds very much alive. Now the son could be an oinin on his father's. If after the second marriage, they reburied the first one, first father. But how could they be an oinin on him if he died? Elamai, the first husband must have been divorced. And within three months of the first husband's divorce, the wife got remarried. Uh, how does that work with the Sefer? The Sefer says he can't be metamed to them and they can't be metamed to their son. Now, he can't be metamed to them. Now, they can't be metamed to him, makes sense. That's the Khumra because maybe this kid is not my son. So a coin can't be metamed to someone who's not his son. But why can't the son be metamed to the father's? The first father should be mimun of Shach Mutter for the son to be metamatu. If he is the first husband, the first father's son, then he's a son. And if he's not his son, then he's not a Kayan. Elamai, the first husband was Biznos. And it doesn't mean that this woman got married to the second father after the first husband. It means after he, he, she, he, the first husband was bo- boil her. And then in the Sefer where it says... That the son can join both of the father's mishmaras, that's actually a tiyofta and shmua. But Rav gives us a, a different answer. You know what happened to the first father? The first father did miyun. Kamar says, well, how could it be that the first husband did miyun? How could he have had a child? What's the having of that? He, the first husband impregnated her. The Braisa brings Rav Bibi, who taught in front of Rav Nachman, that there are three women who are allowed to use birth control, a katana, a pregnant woman or a nursing woman, aktana, aktana, because it could be the the pregnancy would kill her. No beres, a pregnant woman, because maybe we're worried that being pregnant with a child in utero can damage the first child, and a nursing woman because we're worried that maybe she'll wean off of nursing her child now and kill him. What's considered a katana here? It's from eleven to twelve years old. Younger than that, or older than that, she could have regular tashmish without contraception. That's all she does with mayor. However, the chachomim hold that even between 11 and 12, she could have regular tashmish. And the Rebbein Shalom will take care of her, because the Pesach says, So the Gemara gives the fifth, fifth option of what happened to the first husband. It's where the first Kedushan was a Kedushay Ta'us. There was some sort of a stipulation in the first marriage, which wasn't fulfilled and nullified it. This is like Shita's review. Huda Mar Shmuel, who says, Mishum Rabbi Yishmuel, that when the Pesach says, Vehi Loinis Pasa, a wife would still be muttered to her husband in a case where a Kedushin was a Kedusha Tois. Even if she has a child from that relationship, she could do Mion, and she doesn't need to get. She's not his wife, Bechlal. And if she was Mizana, she was like a Pnuya that was Mizana, and, and she's mutter. Now we said if both the fathers were kehanim, and a number of other halachas, including if the child hits his father. And we learned 
And Makas Tezayin Amaralev, that if a child hits his father and then hits again, he hits the other father. If he curses one and then goes and curses the other one. If he curses both of them at the same time or hits the, both of them at the same time, he's Chayv. Rabbi Yehuda, however, says, only if he hits or curses simultaneously would he be Chayv. But if he does one after another, he's not Chayv because... He has to get a hasra for every time he hits or curses. And since he has two different hasras, they're both suffolk whether the person that they made a hasra on was actually this kid's father. Ah, that's Behuda Shita. We have an abraiser. Behuda says that if he does, if he hits them both at the same time, he's potter. The two different tanoim will learn Behuda differently. Why does one tana, Amaira, learn that Behuda is potters if he hits both at the same time? Rabbi Hanina explains, he learns it from the Pasuk. There's a Gzera Shava. It says, Bracha, Bracha, by cursing one's father and Chas Shalom cursing Hashem. Chas Shalom. Just like there's no Shutfus by Hashem, there's no Shutfus by the father. If there is a second father in play, then the Yisudaraisa doesn't apply. That's by hitting, and we make a Hekash from hitting to cursing. No cursing to hitting. We said that this child can join in the, mish- the Mishmar of his parents. And the Gemara says, wait, if he's not going to get a chilek of the Mishmar, why does he want to join? Well, the Gemara says, well, obviously he wants to join. He wants to do the mitzvah of serving the Mishmar. Well, the Gemara says, no, no, no. We don't say that he can join the Mishmar. We force him to join the Mishmar. Why are we forcing him to join his father's Mishmar? His father's is Mishmar. So explain. Because if he wouldn't go... That would show a pagam in the mishpacha that there's a child that they don't know who's the fa- who the father is. That's why he's not coming to the mishmar. So we force him to go to both mishmaris. And if both parents are in the same mishmar, we said he gets one. He does get a chelik of the mishmar. The gemara asks, what's the difference if this, if his two fathers are in different mishmaris, where he can't get a chelik because each mishmar would say, "Oh no, you're part of the other mishmar." If the, both parents are in the same mishmar, they could also be doichem from one base av to the next. Sheriff Papa explains rather what our Mishnah is telling us is that if both his fathers are in the same Mishmar and in the same base Av, then he's Vada, a part of this base Av, and then he could take a Chelek. Hajar Aloch Noisin Al which began telling us that one is allowed to marry the daughter of a woman who is Ma'anis Mafata, or her mother, but not to Nesua, Argued at the Tanakam and said he, that it's also for one to be with his father's Oynasimafata. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.